0: in the noodles. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's our goal here every day. It is Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. Just days away from Halloween, everybody. Our quote of the day self love was once a catchphrase that fell easily from my lips, but it came to mean the stronghold for my survival. That is Mike Johnson. Who is the author of Making the Love You Want? You might remember Mike Johnson from The Bachelorette. hmm. Am I getting my franchise? Yes, you are. Hair? You I nailed know. it. You never nailed know. I'm always scared once I get, once I have to get to the point where I say Bachelor, Bachelorette, I'm like, ooh, which one is it? Always. <laughs> I'll always get it wrong, mm-hmm. but I got it
2: right. You did. You nailed it.
0: Um, welcome to our Heel Squad. Thank you guys for being with us each and every episode, each and every day. We are still coming to you live from Connecticut, not for long. We are going to take a quick little trip, um, but we will be back. Uh, Hmm. Today, we're going to be chatting, like I said, with Bachelor alum turned bestselling author Mike Johnson about his new book, and he's going to teach us some actionable ways to find self-care in our lives we were chatting with him uh moments before kind of checking our shots and as a little inside baseball but what are we gonna do um (laughs) he was talking about how he's always smiling and I was laughing because my mom that was her line for me all the time was Maria she's always smiling oh and that was when I was little um so maybe we'll have a smile off cute I love that (laughs) although he's got like the perfect teeth and all of that Um, so he would win. Anyhow, <laughs> thank you for being with those guys. If you haven't clicked subscribe on YouTube, please do. Uh, if you haven't followed us followed us on Better Together with Maria on Instagram, it is our hub along with mariamenunos.com that Kelsey is transforming with our friend Justin. We are going to be adding all of my favorite products in there. So things that uh, you may want to buy. It's funny. Alyssa last uh, – oh, gosh, when was it? A couple days ago mm-hmm. when Alyssa was here – she saw this pillow in my room, and she goes, what's that thing? And it's the Nurse Jamie pillow. Yep, if you yep. guys don't know about the Nurse Jamie pillow. Mm.
2: That's my next investment.
0: That will be in there. Have we, When does that all go live?
2: Uh, that's a great question. The lovely Tia, our intern, is working with me on it. She's Tia. incredible. Tia. Yeah, yeah, she is the best. So okay. she and I are working on it. Um, I was working on all the affiliate links last night. I'm waiting for a few. But I think the end of this week, we should start posting and then we can be adding. Exactly. Okay. So I'll tell you guys all about
0: that once our affiliate thing is up so that you guys can know about each and every product. But uh, I'm going to be sharing all of those there. Awesome. If you haven't joined our Patreon, we are getting ready for our next healing event with Patty Penn. She is Reiki master to the stars. She's amazing. She was in the documentary that we all love here, Heal. If you have not seen the documentary Heal on Netflix, I highly, highly recommend it. It is uh, incredible. Um, It really shows uh, all of the different alternative ways to attack your health. And we learned so much from it. And I've used almost every healer or therapist in there. They're incredible. Um, And so check us out on Patreon. Just click the link tree in my Instagram account at Maria Menunos or at better together with Maria and click right in. It's super easy. Join our heel squad. We have a lot of fun because we all get to connect on zoom, which is fun. Awesome. So we all get to see each other, which is a really special part of uh, the intimacy of our Patreon team and, and squad. And so you don't want to miss that. It's a lot of fun. It's very helpful. It is uh, transformative. It can be life-changing. Along with this show, obviously, but then you get the ad free episodes. You also get extra content. So join us over there. And uh, Jeff, I know we are racking up all these amazing reviews from everybody who has been so gracious to share their thoughts on the show. Do you have any pulled out for today?
1: You know, I'm actually going to throw it to Kelsey. We were just talking before the show and we think it'd be we yes. kind of can it. So, okay,
0: here we That's go. That's right.
2: Jeff is tossing to me. This is from. Dynasty, Dynasty, G-Y, love and light, it says, absolutely obsessed with your podcast. Maria, you have the best guests and I learned so much about health and wellness, something extremely important to me right now. Your podcast not only spreads knowledge, but so much love and light. Thank you for doing what you do. Mm. And this is from CD624, love your podcast, your content, your guests, you, everything about it. You are always my first choice podcast to listen to. So thank
0: you. Yes, we're first choice. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for everybody who is taking the time to share what you feel about the show, how it's helping you, um, and your thoughts. I know everybody's super busy, so we really appreciate it. Um, It's really helpful for us. And we're trying to get to a 1,000 comments on Apple Podcasts real fast. Before December, you guys. Come on. Yeah. We can do it. We can do it. We're at like 9-something now. Yeah,
2: like a little over 920. Very exciting. I know. It's very exciting.
0: Okay. Uh, And as you know, we mentioned yesterday that we're changing up our schedules. So... If you are subscribing to YouTube, you will get those notifications, but we are going to be dropping our interviews at 5 a.m.
1: Eastern, Jeff. That's right. 5 a.m. on all platforms. So
0: literally, you can start your day with us rather than have to wait till midday to get the show. So we were really excited for that um, suggestion from Kels and Jeff. And so we are implementing it, and we hope that it's going to help you guys um, enjoy the show and hopefully bring more people to it as well so that they can that's
2: right get better too that's right you can listen while you're getting ready you can listen while you're making your morning coffee i mean so many options now i know it's i'm really excited for this you yeah. wake up with a notification
0: you know it's funny grace harry who we had on the show i really liked how she was how she framed trying to get this kind of stuff into her life and making it easy uh like i now will play my chanting my my um chant breathing room app music in the shower and I'll chant so I can kind of like get in like a right flow and I never thought about doing stuff while I was in the shower other than Mm. shampooing getting clean (laughs) yeah other than getting clean It's time to make your life a little easier, and to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there: this little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. It's cool. And I so it. it's I, great. I do. I I know that I always listen to before we came to Connecticut. When I would get ready in the morning, I would listen to different things on youtube um whether it was abraham hicks or wayne dyer or whatever now i am i'm listening to jenna kutcher's podcast gold digger who we got to get on the show yeah um and uh so hopefully you guys are listening to us and starting your day right uh let's talk halloween costumes jeff i know you've got this pulled for a reason
1: Yes. Well, of course, Halloween is in four days, but I like to throw quizzes in here now and then. And mm-hmm. I found a really fun um, list of all the most popular Halloween costumes by year. So Ooh. I thought what would, be, what would be fun would be to take some of our birth years and ask if you're able to guess. And um, <laughs> what's fun is the most recent two years have the same costume. So I'll be interested Ooh. to see if you guys can think about what it is. But he
0: wouldn't tell me the I most know. recent two years would probably be Frozen
1: It's actually Frozen's on there, but not the most recent. Okay, that was probably four years ago.
0: I mean, Trump and Biden, I think this year will be amazing, like
1: Halloween costumes. 100%. 100%. Um, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to start. The list started in um, the 90s. So I guess, selfishly, we're just going to do and my birth years. <laughs>
0: every, Perfect. Because be I would interested. not know what would be popular in 1978. It could be yes. Cabbage Patch Kids.
1: Cute. <laughs> that's a good guess, actually. I'd, uh, we'll go check it. But um, I'm going to start Barbie. with 1991. Of course, that's my birth year. You were Any born ideas? in 91, Jeff. 91? Jeff.
0: Oh, my God. Carry on.
1: Is that Am I old or young?
0: I mean you're talking to someone who was born in 78 so what do you think I'm thinking Jeff do you really need to point it out do you want to like drill it down a little deeper
1: <laughs> the reason I ask Marie is because I feel like you are so much cooler than I am like she I feel is. like you She's read I read as like a 50 year old like dad so Jeff, it's all good
0: I'm, I'm drinking out of my hydro flask
1: of course I'm cool <laughs> 100% um, okay 91 <laughs> any guesses as to what might be the most popular Halloween costume
0: that year okay so let me Think nineteen ninety one. I think I might have been okay. I graduated in ninety six, okay. so subtract four ninety two. Okay, so that was eighth grade. In eighth grade, so what was I listening to at Dunkin' Donuts working there? <laughs> I was listening to Hootie and the Blowfish, probably great artist. Alanis Morissette, kind of stuff was happening around mm-hmm. then. I think. So I am trying to put myself back in that time frame. What was a popular- you are right with?
1: Pop culture, Maria. It's definitely pop culture, but maybe mm. think more what you might be seeing in the theaters, the cinemas.
0: Yeah, I know. I was getting Ooh. to that. I gotta, I gotta pull okay. my head. First Come thing on, I Jeff. think of is what was my job then? Because then I remember the music, and then if we think about movies, it was probably like Scream or something was popular around then.
1: Good guess. Um, and next Scream is on here, but you are in the wrong year. Okay. Um, yeah,
0: it was a little later because it was later <laughs> in high school. So, so uh, huh, I want to be right. I want to know but just tell me
1: (laughs) (laughs) take one guess take Um, a guess I did I took a couple guesses.
0: okay Okay, so
1: um, think about Arnold think about the governor oh my god
0: the Terminator
1: Terminator there you go amazing that was
0: the most popular costume of your year
1: 91 was yeah that was it was the Terminator was Chef, everywhere can
0: you imagine you're born on the year of the Terminator like you were th- so not the Terminator
1: it's not quite a fit as that? I was like you imagine more...
0: like Kelsey's was frozen like you know she's like this Let princess like go. that would make sense
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't quite have Arnold energy I don't think
0: yeah 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 that's okay okay so um, let's okay. go to Kelsey
1: Kelsey's 94 Holy shit! Um,
0: I was a sophomore in high school
1: um, okay, I'm going to hint. This is revolving around <laughs> TV to help you. Ooh. Friends. Friends is a great guess, but it's not right. Wait, think about me... more kids TV. Oh, Barney? Barney?
2: That's what I was going to say.
1: Oh, Barney's on there the year before was Barney. Elmo?
2: Sesame Street?
1: There nah. are five of them, and they love multicolored costumes.
2: Oh, Teletubbies. Teletubbies.
1: Not quite Teletubbies. Oh, there was on. a recent reboot. It's more like like I Was One for Halloween. Like, I think they they joined together. It's kind of like oh, Transformers.
2: Oh, uh, Power Rangers.
1: Power Rangers. Nice. Oh.
0: Okay. Good
1: guess. All right. Now this one Love it. I would have I would have never gotten it's twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, the same sorry, twenty eighteen twenty nineteen are the same one. Frozen. I would have never gotten this. Frozen. It's mm. not frozen. It revolves around video games. This is how I feel old.
0: Oh.
1: Ooh.
2: Uh oh, um what's that really pop Fortnite.
1: Yeah. It's Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys know anything about Fortnite? Nothing.
0: Absolutely nothing. Not enough. I
1: don't know a thing about Fortnite, but it's everywhere.
0: I think that's the video game that I played at Vin's once. He sat me in front of his video game (laughs) thing, and he said, you need to learn video games. He's like, it's the future. And I was like, okay. And I sat there for like two and a half hours. No, thank you. And really got into it. It was really cool. And I just recently was like, I got to get back into this. So it's funny you say that, because that's going to be my holiday gift to myself, is I'm going to get... Um, get into the gaming world because wait I, really I think, love this yeah I think it's I think it's the future I think we're going to be living in gaming I think we're going to be living in um, virtual reality I don't look but by the way look at where we are in the pandemic right we're all stuck at home and we're mm-hmm. we're virtually connecting now imagine we can never go out again right you're right like then it's you scary. have virtual worlds but these already exist and they're so cool. So mm-hmm. I mean we got the goggles and stuff. They're insane. Ooh. It is I'm in I'm in a gorgeous screening room in there. I'm like, why would I ever leave this place? This place is amazing.
1: It's I love scary. it. Well, you'll have to document your journey, yeah, Maria. Please. Yeah,
0: for sure. Okay, so then this begs the question what were you guys for Halloween when you were younger? I was a witch. Um, I was a witch too. Yeah. I won I won my my Halloween costume thing once with my witch costume
2: trying to think what else I was definitely a witch
0: I was a witch a lot of times because we were poor so I kept reusing the (laughs) costume (laughs) I did that too oh my mom
2: was like yeah you can figure it out yeah that Hannah and I my my best friend and I were salt or were ketchup and mustard that was
0: cute oh that's amazing meanwhile I'm gonna pull up a picture of one of mine while you're doing that Jeff what about you
1: Well, very on brand. Two years in a row, I was a Power Ranger. So no, you weren't.
2: Yes, (laughs) were you really? That's awesome. Yep,
1: I was a total. I think I was the green one because he was the coolest. Oh, was he? And then when I was very young, there's a pretty cute Halloween video of me dressed as a clown, and you can tell that I have two older sisters and a mom who loved putting red rosy cheeks on me. Cute.
0: (laughs) Trying to think what else I was, guys. I have Halloween costumes in here. I should share... I'm going to share this with with you. This is me and Derek at a party. So these are older, but this was a really good one. My assistant, Pat, at the time worked really hard to put this one together. I don't know why I don't have internet. And our connection has been a little spotty, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's why, but we could add these in later in post. But yeah. Okay. So here's a picture of me and Derek. I was a zombie. Because of Walking Dead. And I Terrifying. bet that's probably been a p- popular costume recently in recent years. But he he um, got this girl. Her name, she was like the zombie queen of makeup for zombies. Oh, my god! And she came to my trailer at Extra. And she had a Chili's rib, a rib from Chili's, that she molded into my face and it was crazy so that's photo number one. Oh
2: god
0: another time uh dimitri and i went to this we would go to the casamigos party and we had no time to get a costume so last minute we went and got these like cheap army little onesies and so that was oh look another how cute you are with uh blonde hair fun. and then let's see if we've got another one in here oh here's damn here's the oh this is her making it for me i'll this video up you guys can see it's pretty crazy but what i really want to find is my favorite halloween ever was me and um toto so when we first moved to la oh. um so dorothy the wizard of oz is my favorite movie ever and i always wanted to be you know i always wanted a toto i wanted a dog it was like my dream my whole life when we moved to la we went to the Glendale Galleria Mall. Oh, my gosh. And I remember we went into the pet store because I would always be it to the pet store my whole life. That was my, like, thing. And we saw this dog, and we were like, oh, my God, it's baby, baby. And so we held her, and she was so little, and we loved her so much, but she was so expensive. She was like $1,000 or something. Wow. Mm. And they kept trying to push us onto this little Timmy guy. He was like, Timmy. tan. Kevin was like he's a little suck ass. He's like, you know, the second <laughs> well the second time we went in. So this is I've screwed up the story. So we met baby, she was amazing, but she was too expensive, and then we cried for like a month at least every night. We need baby, we need baby. We miss baby. Let's go break baby out of the pet store. And this is 21 years ago, everybody, before we knew about we didn't know anything about pet adoption and the overpopulation oh problem in LA because we had just moved from Boston where people go to breeders and they keep their dogs right it wasn't like a big problem back here anyhow and it wasn't something i was aware of so i think it was like a month or two later we went to the pet store again and we see her and she's all mangy and just like hot mess Mm. no one's buying her the price had been slashed and that's when they were trying to force like little timmy onto us they're like oh timmy look at timmy and we're like we don't want timmy He's perfect. We want baby. She needs oh. us. So out comes the Discover credit card at that time. <laughs> and I put baby on the credit card. We literally were like, we're rescuing her. Because we asked them, we're like, what are you going to do with her? And I'm like, we don't know. No one's going to buy her now. And it was just one of those things where we were like, oh, no. What if they like do something bad? Because they're not going to make money. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to show people that you can just get a dog mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, the, that they'll give it away. So we took baby home, and it was just before Halloween, and so guess who got her Dorothy costume? Yes, girl. And um, I don't know why we're glitching. It's Jeff's camera. Jeff, your camera's
2: glitching. That's okay. I I still have it on you.
0: Okay. So guess who got her Dorothy costume? Me. You did. Guess who put little baby, mangy little baby, in the toto basket, me. You did. And that was my favorite Halloween ever. That's amazing. We need pics. I love it. I have them. We need pics. We'll throw them them. in this
1: video. We'll throw them in. Yeah. It's perfect. We
0: have to ask Mike what he's going to be for Halloween slash what he's been. Yes. Yes. So now Kelsey and I are traveling. We're going to go back home. I got to see my family and um, handle some business back there. But ironically, our work we have work things back here on the east coast so we're actually just going to come back here mm-hmm. and then my family will meet us for the holidays uh but funny enough our friend ashley who works with bellamy hair uh, oh, yeah. got us some wigs to try so we have some wigs that we're going to sport to the airport That's with our right. hazmat suits because when we wore our hazmat suits the first time we traveled back in july people looked at us like they wanted to kill us yeah. it was not mm-hmm. a good feeling and Kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of wonderful pistachios. You're going to love them. I was definitely a little concerned about breaking out the hazmat suits for the return flight. But now, because it's Halloween, I think people are going to think we're just dressed up for Halloween, especially when I'm in orange hair and she's in pink hair. It's going to be amazing. Picks to come, you guys. Picks to come. We will be in our hazmat suits. We will be, (laughs) you know. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I love it. And it's funny because I remember when we traveled the first time, people still weren't really officially traveling yet. It was like a, it was kind of still a Mm no-no. And I was scared to even post that we were traveling, even though... It was obvious we were traveling, but, like, showing the pictures of us in the hazmat suits, I was like, oh, gosh, I just don't want to deal with all the haters and stuff. But we're posting this time. Oh, (laughs) Oh, 1,000%. Kelsey got us face shields Uh and all kinds of Uh things. Because I'm, like, nervous. I don't want to be traveling, but we have no choice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you we're going go, You just fun. gotta do it safely, which is what you guys are doing. And I will personally enjoy the photos. So please send them our way. Oh,
0: yeah. So, what what are we technically for Halloween? Are we um, hazmat suit? COVID queens? COVID qu- <laughs> We're COVID queens. <laughs> Kelsey, Halloween. you're a genius. Thank you. We're, we're COVID, be COVID queens. We're
2: COVID queens.
0: Can we write that on the back of our. Um, we
2: should. We 1000% should. COVID queens mm. with a
0: KW? Yes. <gasps> yes.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Whoa. Okay, nothing's ever going to beat Dorothy (laughs) and baby, Dorothy and Toto. But this is going to be pretty. This is number two on my list. The best
2: part, too, Jeff, is Maria's going to have, I don't want (laughs) to give it away, but like she has her beanie. I have my black baseball cap. Like we're going to look so good. (laughs) I can't wait.
0: I love it. So good. I can't wait. It's going to be great. I can't. I can't. This is so funny. Um, all right. Well, why don't we get to our conversation with the lovely Mike Johnson? So, of course, surviving reality TV on multiple incarnations of The Bachelor, uh, a deployment with the military and countless other challenges throughout his life and career. Mike Johnson now a writer and spokesperson focused on how our ability to overcome challenges stems from within with his focus on self-love. The breakout star from The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelor is transforming audiences by showcasing his global influence through brave storytelling and, of course, his signature big smile. Flash that sucker. Yep, there we go. Mike Johnson, everybody. Um, So you are in San Antonio right now.
3: I'm in San Antonio right now. Yes. I I just moved to Austin, but I'm out here.
0: Like everybody else, right? So you moved from San Antonio to Austin? (laughs)
3: I moved from San Antonio to Austin. But it was a way shorter drive than everyone from California
0: coming down. That's so funny. I know everybody's moving there now.
3: It's the place to be. Like, you should come out.
0: I listen. I'll show you around. I love Austin. I love Texas. Um and I would, but I think now everyone's gonna be there. Are you worried it's gonna be like crazy overcrowded and we're gonna have like LA traffic in Austin now?
3: It's already like LA traffic in Because we only got one highway, thirty five. But when you live in the epicenter downtown, you just walk everywhere.
0: Ooh, good point, good point. I've been there so many times for like south by southwest and everything. Yeah, you just walk yeah, yeah. around and they got the those what are those called? Those carriage thingies people ride? Ringshaws, rig- shaws? Oh, oh rickshaws. Wait, are you- yeah.
3: Oh rickshaw's a thing. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, with a guy like is riding a bike basically yeah. in the back. So yeah. Fun. Yeah. You yeah, got yeah. Those all over.
0: yeah, so it's easy to get around. Um definitely. So, okay. We've so much to cover with you. Um first of all, how are you liking this season? Are you watching?
3: I'm definitely watching this season. Wow. I got to watch Claire find her love. <laughs> I think that it's so different because there are so much older guys and on my season I think our youngest guy was 23
0: mm-hmm. and I
3: was the oldest guy at 31 at the time. And now like, I'm looking at these guys, I'm like, they're just, their brains are different. The way they're wired is different, their personalities are different. So it's completely different than what I was on.
0: Yeah, in is what ways? a good ways? thing
3: for me to watch. They're not, oh, I don't think that age defines maturity at all. I got some uncles that are like, Seventy three and still doing crazy stuff.
0: So. But in general it, it does matter. though. It like for the most part it does, Mike.
3: I was told by one of my uh, chiefs in the military, he said old people, older people are just slower at doing things. And they see you mess up and do it first, so therefore they don't gotta do it because they see you messed up and did it. But there's still older people are still goofy and do immature things at times. We got some of the guys on the show. It was a 40-year-old dude. I think he had two dogs. Claire's dog on his shirt. older <laughs> like, people do the same thing. We all yeah, do the same thing.
0: That's true. That's true. Um,
3: but I like this season. I think that, I'm not going to lie. If I, was, if I was one of the other guys and I felt that Claire wanted Dale only, <laughs> my personality might have changed. I would, uh, I would make my presence known. I would say that.
0: Yeah. What would you do? Would you go up to her and just say, listen, if you think this is the guy, let me know so I can go home. I mean, that happened in the Hannah season where that guy, I think it was like Luke or something went up to her and was like, hey, listen, if you're going to have sex with a million guys, like I'm not That's your guy. Season. Oh, it was your season. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. That was what that was on our season with uh, mm-hmm. Luke Parker, Luke P. Uh, P.
2: <laughs>
3: I wouldn't say that to her. I think that what, if it's already known, I don't need to say something to her that I feel I already know the answer to. I just need to let her know that I am just a superior, if not more superior,
0: mm. and
3: show her through my actions.
0: So you would try to win her over?
3: Hell yeah, if that's my girl. If I like her, yeah.
0: Okay, but isn't it challenging, Mike, when you go into this situation? Like, you know, I, I pop in and out of the series. I feel like I actually have popped in more than I've popped out, to be honest, as I look back. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that season. I remember. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I've been really watching it. I didn't even realize. But... Um, I, I wonder when you go on. Do you always know who the bachelorette is before, and then like do homework on them so that when you get there, you're like already Goo Goo Gaga? Because sometimes, like in this season, I'm like, wait, she was mad at this one guy for not knowing her, and well,
3: that's so I, I tweeted about that, right? So I think we're talking about the guy named Brandon, yeah, and that's his fault. And the reason it's his fault is because he said, "I wanted you to be the bachelorette." And once she asked him, she said, Oh, why did you like me? He set himself up for failure.
0: Ah, good so point.
3: I, I, I had never watched the show, so I didn't know who Hannah B was at the time until I came out of the limo. And I was like, Oh, you're really cute. And she was like, Thank you. And so I never said something like, Oh, I watched the show. I wanted you to be the bachelorette. It was to me, it was more of a blind date, mm. and I wanted to get to know her.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. That was
3: my. That was just my approach. But I can't speak for everybody, though.
0: Do you feel like this show works? Like, do you feel like you really get to know Hannah? I mean, you're vying for her attention. If you don't get one of those single outings or whatever, it's really hard. And even if you get the single outing, I'm sure within that, there's so much like frame effing as, as we would call it in the business where it's like, okay, hold on. We got to get this shot. We got to get this shot. We got to get this shot. I don't know how it works behind the scenes, but are yeah. you really getting to know her and really like getting to a place where you feel like you can do things? Or do you think it just gets escalated because you're on the show?
3: No, I think that if you don't get a one-on-one, you definitely don't have a shot. Like she's not going to have time or he or she as a lead is not going to have time to get to know you. But like I had two one-on-one dates. So I definitely got to get to know Hannah, and then especially if you get an overnight with that person, I don't. You may not be able to marry them right away, but you definitely can see if you want to be with that person forever, or be with them for an extended period of time. So really? I think the show 100% percent can help you find love. I mean, psych, psychology proves that. If you and I, let's say you're single, if you and I were to go to Rome together and do some bungee jump, something crazy, and get our adrenaline pumping that's a moment that we have together and we're going to like each other more Mm -hmm. just off those things so i think that people look at it back home it's such a condensed time frame which it is and then there's like 30 guys that we're trying to get the attention of one woman if if you make your presence known and just get out there get out in front i think that you can't absolutely find love on the bachelorette wow the bachelor
0: yeah yeah do you think if hannah had picked you for like and, and you had gone further along I think it was hometown dates that you had missed Right? Yes Okay do you think yes. if you had gotten further along That you would have had the same issue that Luke P had?
3: Uh, no Like fantasy no. sweet nights? Re- no the re- and I've said this to the homies Before and I have no problem saying it again If If Hannah and I Did hometown And in the example that you're giving Hannah slept With one of the other or two of the other guys I, I know how good I am. Like I said, there like, ain't nothing else happening.
0: Whoa. But you would be okay. You wouldn't feel like he did where it's like I can't if I love you and now I know you're with somebody else, it would hurt.
3: I get where Luke was coming from, but he has to understand that's a part of the show.
0: to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way. T H E O U A I dot com and enter the promo code heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the way. T H E O U A I dot com. Promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Right.
3: Mm. He watches the show. Like yeah. what the hell are you going there for, bro? Like,
0: <laughs> I was the one who never
3: watched the show. He watches the show, so he knows that he, for what he should know is one, you can't. If she's the leader of the show, you can't tell her what to do, right? Yeah. And so, therefore, if he knows how, this show, how the show goes, he needs to follow suit.
0: hmm
3: He needs to be confident in himself to where she could have done that and still want him, right?
0: Yeah. Why do you think Hannah I, didn't choose you in the end?
3: I, only she knows. I have no idea. You've
0: had to, like, surmise at this point. You've had to start <laughs> to, like, look back and think about it. Your friends. You guys have talked.
3: Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that Tyler's a great guy. I think that Peter's a great guy. Uh, It confuses me that she chose two other people in front of me um, outside of the guys I just named. But outside of that, I I honestly don't know. I think that when I look back, I think that Hannah and I can be great friends, but not great lovers. And so it takes strength to know that, right? Mm. I don't know if, like i've dated people in the past and i'm like man she's an awesome woman but i see her in a friendly atmosphere i don't see her as a lover and so i think that that's how we work were. we're not romantically inclined together
0: mm, so you felt that too yeah eventually you figured out you felt like that
3: yeah i could say that there's yeah. nothing wrong with saying that
0: yeah for sure interesting okay and i
3: think i think that takes i think that takes um, Maturity to say something like that, right?
0: Mm-hmm. To
3: say, "Hey, Hannah may be better suited for somebody else. You know, I'm phenomenal. Like, somebody could break up with me, and I'd still be a phenomenal human being. But we may not be suited together for each other. I may be better suited for someone else."
0: Yeah. No, I thought you handled that so incredibly well, which is why everybody fell in love with you after, obviously, because, <laughs> and and I think you know that's why this book is great is like you you have a lot to share with people, right? How do, how do we handle rejection better? I mean, you had to handle a massive rejection live in front of tens of millions of people, and you handled it with such grace and class. It's such a great example to follow.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that. I had to deal with rejection twice on TV, on Bachelor in Paradise too, mm-hmm. um, And like I told Hannah, I just told Hannah thank you because... She's here to find her love, and in a, in a situation like that, I, I want everyone to know this. If someone breaks up with you or you break up with someone, it shouldn't be the worst feeling ever. It should be more so our brain should say, thank you for not holding me back. Thank you for not uh, you know, dragging me along. And I'm happy for you because I know that you'll be able to find your love. the the real definition of love isn't about possession right the definition of love is to make each other happy and so therefore if i know that hannah can be happier with somebody else i'm happy for her
0: Mm -hmm. well yeah because you're both not going to be happy if she's not happy then you're not going to be happy so it's thank you for being the honest one here with your feelings so that i can be released as well
3: correct correct and i think that's just how people should look at it in comparison to Oh, I hate that person, or I hate that person. Like, if two people amicably broke up, and like nobody did nothing crazy, of course, it should be like, man, that sucks. But I appreciate you.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's easier said than done, of course. and I know that I've,
0: yeah, I've
3: had my heart growth. I've, uh, you know, been in incredible depression. I took off basically a year of work after I fell out of love. But I've since grown and learned that once if you were to break up with someone, it should be a growth period of time. It should be thank you, you taught me so much now I may be a better person for the person I should be with for the rest of my life,
0: yeah, I really like that. Right. I think that um I think what happens is is ego gets involved, right like if you break so much, up with so me, much. it's like what what's wrong with me what why why don't you want to be with me or vice versa when it really just should be about. Is this working? Are we growing together? There's so many different phases of a relationship and they're very challenging. Um, And so I think that seeing examples like you're setting and sharing that advice is really helpful because it is so easy to personalize everything. And what you are saying is stay strong in in your belief of who you are. Like you are amazing. You know you're amazing. You just might not be amazing together. And it doesn't mean that there is nobody else out there that's amazing that's going to be compatible with you. Like, I don't know why that sounds kind of mind-blowing right now, but it's, it is. It's It's like, that's how we should look at it.
3: That is how we should look at it. And there's, like, I'm from my last relationship that I was in prior to TV, I know that I did things wrong in that relationship, right? And so, therefore, you work on those things. You thank that person and you work on those things. You should never have ego to the point to where it's like, well, they did this wrong. If you don't want me, you gave up on me. You did that wrong. It should be, it shouldn't be like that. I think that we do put ego into it and we have to validate ourselves in a nasty way when it should be, I'm still great thank you in comparison to girl, why are you with him anyway? You know, type, type stuff. It shouldn't yeah. be that
0: way. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, you were together for a reason. Nothing's coincidental, right? So maybe the reason Correct. was you needed to learn this lesson. Whatever that lesson is. Very
3: true. I I learned while on TV, while on Hannah's season, I learned that if I want you, I'm going to let my presence known in front of a room full of alpha males and I give two craps about it.
0: I love it. If you (laughs) were on this season and you had to do the dodgeball event that they put on, (laughs) how would that go? I would have
3: embarrassed all the guys. I would have embarrassed all my
0: castings. (laughs) (laughs) But did you think... What were your thoughts on it? Because I was looking at it, I was like, hmm, this is interesting.
3: So my initial thoughts, it's funny you ask this question because I like this question. I saw Claire tweet something today that made me think something differently. Ooh. But prior to seeing her tweet, I was like, man, if I was a bachelor or when Matt James becomes a bachelor and he told the girls to strip, I don't think it would go so well. Mm-hmm. It's just like when Hannah was on uh, Men Tell All And she told peter's parents oh we slept we slept together more than just two times we slept together actually four times i don't think that like if i were the bachelor matt james or peter if they said i slept with your daughter four times i don't think that would play well right matter of fact it won't play well i'm gonna be (laughs) 100 about it's not gonna play well yeah but then also from what i'm learning because i don't mind you i didn't watch the bachelor like I've never been like an avid watcher of the show, no disrespect to the show, I absolutely love the show now. Cause I've, I've been a part of it and I know how it works and I think you can find love on the show. Uh, but Claire tweeted something today, and I was like, the girl got a point. It was a picture of Juan Pablo and like two girls, all three of them were naked and had stuff covering them. And so both genders are naked. So if that's the case, if we're playing it fairly, it is what it is, we're all adults.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah interesting well she also was tweeting today some other stuff that i'm sure you saw that basically is saying that the bachelor producers forced her out of this season it wasn't her choice
3: i didn't see that yet but uh i'm definitely gonna look when we get out this interview i'm gonna look at it
0: yeah i mean what, would it, what do you think about that theory do you think that's possible
3: i could tell you this um from what I know Claire and I, and we've talked and I think she's pretty dope. I effing love the fact that she knows the premise of the show to find love. That's what baby girl went on the show to do. And I, I would do the same thing. Like if there was 30 ladies, I'm looking for love.
0: Like,
3: you know, yeah. it, it is what it is. Yeah. That's, that's the point of the show. I don't think there's nothing wrong with what she did. Now to be direct with your question. do so I think she was Forced out, for one, I look at it from a contestant aspect. That would piss me off as a contestant. I'm like, hold up, I'm not good enough. Like I would, (laughs) that's where my ego would come in place. I'm like, no, producers, we're keeping clear. I'm going to show her I'm the right one. Uh If I felt that, you know, if I felt genuine with her as well, if I felt like I liked her as well. I, I just look at it myself as a contestant. Now from the other head, like of producer's, I don't know if, if they did that, if they forced her out, I think there may be things that we don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I can imagine I a scenario people. where she's so obsessed with Dale. I mean, we all are watching it like on the show. It's hard to not to miss. So if she's yeah. so obsessed with Dale and she's just oh. going through the motions like she went on that solo date with that guy, mm-hmm. it was her just basically giving him therapy. Like I mean, it was sad because it was very obvious. She was like, Oh, let me yeah. help you, broken wing, and let's have this amazing yeah, you're about Jacob. Right? Yeah, yeah Jacob. Yeah, yeah. There was no let <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one-ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Let me have this single date with you because I'm interested in you. It was like, I have to go through the motions of this I, experience. I think that...
3: I'm going to give Claire, I'm going to help her out with this one because I can say on my season, when it got down to like maybe 10, 9, 8 of us, we all knew Hannah pretty much had her eyes set on one, two guys. Like I might be the only contestant to say that, but I'm going to speak for myself and I'll say it that way. I knew for a fact Hannah wasn't loving me. I knew if you said, Mike, Right now, I'll give you a billion dollars. Who does Hannah like the most? I could tell you who she liked the most. Mm-hmm. And that's that's natural to happen, right? If you were the bachelorette, have 30 guys, you're not, for one, you're not going to be sexually attracted to every single one of them. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. And then let's say we narrow it down to like 14 that you're sexually attracted to, right? From those 14, eight of them are just dumb dumbos that you don't like from a personality aspect, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know?
0: And yeah, you're like, you never, happening, never happening, never happening, never eh, happening. you might yeah. have a chance. Never happening, never yeah. happening.
3: Yeah, and there's, I mean, that's human psychology. So if people were to complain about that, it's very hard to be Peter. It's very hard to be Hannah Brown. It's very hard to be Claire. It's very hard to be Matt James, like, right? and all the other previous contestants. It's a hard thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Because you, I know that if I was in that position, I would try my damnest to give everyone a fair shot. But I know what I like from a looks perspective and I know what I like from a personality perspective.
0: Yeah, well, and your heart is your heart. If you feel a strong connection with someone, it's gotta be... By the way, that has to be the hardest part of this show is having to give fair and equal attention to everybody and try to make it like you're not totally obsessed with Dale and don't want to even give any of these guys a chance. But I think that's where the friction probably came in. If she was forced out, she was probably only forced out because it was painfully obvious. Everybody was affected. The guys, the producing teams trying to make things work. And it's not going to work if we don't have this moment of like, oh my God, is it... You know, is it Mike? Is it Dale? Is it John? Is it Jim? Oh my God, who is she gonna pick? If you don't have that, the season's dead.
3: Yeah, I get that. I really do. But I just continue to put my because I've only been in the contestant role. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine being like, hold up, Hannah, Claire, whoever, you gonna notice me? I just can't imagine. Because you're such a competitor.
0: That's hilarious. I love it.
3: it. It's like. If I like if if I like Claire, like genuinely can see myself with Claire.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Best believe I'm, I'm gonna make my presence known.
0: Yeah. Do you <laughs> keep in touch with Claire? No. You don't. Okay. Yeah, I'm just... So so here's my question to you: If you have no affiliation with her, we were trying to figure out whether Dale's intentions were true because I think he kind of just wants to be a movie star. I don't know. Just putting it out there. I don't know if he's. Definitely, I think uh, he wants a sugar bear. Hair deal?
2: <laughs> a a hair, deal? hair deal what's a sugar bear hair what's that <laughs> come on you guys all of the contestants afterwards they get their sponsorships on instagram oh okay come oh, on, okay, okay, come on. I, you, I, I mean he was, was a halloween was costume. On. <laughs>
0: okay what I do you think
3: this, i saw this weekend that dale actually was a, a he was a model for party city
0: yeah for halloween costumes yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> See? yeah. which by the way he's he's a beautiful man i i by the way that was a
1: good looking dude it makes sense that I he was dale. a model
0: but I don't know. It just when and listen. It's hard with editing and TV and whatever. Like I was like, I don't know if he's hundred percent here for this.
3: I would say it like this because I, I genuinely don't know. I think that, and I feel in my heart that there is absolutely nothing wrong with falling in love genuinely, and if benefits. Arise from being on TV when you fell in love. There's nothing wrong. Of
0: course, of course, but I don't know if that's what's necessarily happening. I listen. I'm not saying 100% either way. It's just kind of one of those thoughts that popped into my head, where I was like, "Is this guy really here for this, or is he really just here for the fun of like the glitz and the glam?"
3: I would think that I've met Dale, and Dale is mature, and he would be playing himself if he was trying to play Claire. I'll tell you that. Mm. Claire, that would be a very ignorant move on Dale if he wasn't doing it for the right reasons. And I know Dale, and I know he's a mature guy, so I know that I feel that he's there for the right reasons, because if he isn't, it's going to come out,
0: you know, yeah. like
3: our moms have always told us, what you do in the dark will come out to the light. Ooh. And so, if he ain't there for the right reasons, yeah one year two years down the road it's going to be hell to pay for him
0: yeah well she doesn't play you're right and it will be challenging um, for sure because nobody's going to want her heart played with and the whole thing I hope he is I hope he's there for the right reasons Um,
3: he's there for the right reasons
0: yeah yeah
3: He's there for the
0: right reason. Okay. Okay. I <laughs> I'm like giving that. Him, I'm
3: giving him good energy.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's what we want. We want the romance. We want the true, but there's the skepticism too when you're watching things. Sometimes you're like, oh, I don't know. Um, but that, I mean, that's the
3: fun part. That's the fun part, right? To... To come up with different theories of how you think things are going to play out. Totally, I, I'm a fan too. You know, yeah. I like watching and seeing what's going on.
0: Oh yeah, we watch. I mean, I think it brings the good and the bad on us, out of us sometimes. Where you're like, totally. that's it why does. I, I don't like. We were starting to do like live viewings, and I'm like, oh, I don't like where this brings me. This brings me to like places I don't want to be, where I'm critical or judgmental, and even though it's in a fun context, you guys are mm-hmm. still people, right? And I so, love
3: that you said that. Yeah. It's so true.
0: And that's something that so actually true. I saw, you know, when I was researching you for the interview, I remember there was an interview you talked about um having to develop a thick skin and how challenging it was once you got, you know, this kind of fame that comes with The Bachelor. And something mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you was did you have an opinion about celebrity before you became one? And now how has it changed?
3: Oh, uh- one I don't think I'm a celebrity at all like at I'm all interviewing I'm you
0: you're a celebrity
3: True. well then darling I'll take it yeah, yeah.
0: exactly <laughs> I spent 20 I years that. interviewing celebrities so there we go you've got the official I'll accreditation True. <laughs> I'll take
3: it I think that I definitely was the same I was just like everyone else I would have my my voice uh and I would be critical and it's embarrassing to say, but it's the absolute truth. Like in my, I, I like looking at uh, J.D. Peekin and Will Smith, right? I you know think of them as like the couple since I was a child or Beyonce and uh, Jay-Z. And I said things when, when things would come out into the media. Now I know how the media part works. I would have my, my say with my friends and we would go in like the barbershop talk is what we would say. But now since I'm a, a celebrity and on the other side, there's it's nasty I was uh, I was dating this girl at one time and people were judging us judging her judging me because they didn't like the person that I chose to be with like excuse me do you gotta sleep in my bed so yeah (laughs) it's crazy but I know that if those individuals were to speak to me they would absolutely find me a breath of fresh air
0: um you know when you don't know what it's like to walk in someone's shoes right it's it's that whole thing and celebrity and media is such a different beast um that it's so bad for i'm sorry no it's so easy to judge and be critical
3: (laughs) it's so easy because we're so far removed right like i could say things about lebron james i don't know him but in sports, our job as spectators and to be fans of sports is to talk crap about
1: sports. Oh, right? biggest
0: one right here. Biggest shit talker. <laughs> biggest shit talker. It was so funny. I actually have the best LeBron story because I would shit talk him so hard. Every time I would see him, I'm like, you and your big decision. I'm like, my guys, the big three, they came out together in solidarity. They're a team. Talking about the Celtics. And yeah. I'm like, and they always have your number. And Tony Allen guards you better than anybody else. Blah, blah, blah. I would shit talk. And so at the NBA All-Star Game, Kobe came up to me. I'll never forget. I was on the red carpet. And he kind of like looked me up and down and I had all my green, my Celtics gear. He's like, you really take up for your guys, huh? And I go, hell yeah. And so he, um, someone told me that um, backstage um, in like the dressing rooms or whatever, the locker rooms, um, LeBron was like, "Man, she really takes up for you guys to Garnett," and I was like, <laughs>
3: uh, "Yes, <laughs> that's that's love right there. That's love." Oh Even my though Paul Pierce be tripping.
0: Oh my god, Paul Paul's Pierce be hating. He's the Paul best.
3: hates on LeBron so much.
0: Oh no, I made him hate on LeBron. I have another story. So oh. <laughs> so, um, was it two years ago? We were in the um in the playoffs against uh Cleveland three years ago when was it it was before he moved over to the Lakers anyway he was still still with Cleveland two years ago two years ago and so we're we're um I'm courtside with Mr. Kraft (laughs) the owner of the Celtics the Patriots like everybody courtside with all of them and I I grab Paul and I go let's let's fuck with LeBron and he goes okay and i didn't know he was gonna do it like most people are like oh no i can't do that whatever i'm like let's fuck with him so we stood underneath the the basket as he was practicing just before game started like, it's up it's up and he's just like looking at us i mean they know i'm out of my friggin' mind but it is fun and, and that is our job and when you do it in the right way they get it and we it get is. it yeah um it's a different thing in celebrity world though because that's that's where it's, it's not, um, it's not acceptable yeah. in that way. Cause it's not teams.
3: You know, you just made me think of something though. Even when it's not teams, when you do it in person, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different because like I always, me and the homies always talk about when you see on Instagram, it's always that person that talks crap, who has zero followers. They, mm-hmm. they don't have, they have zero posts, but they follow like a million people and they're like in their mom's basement. Yeah. Those are the people that piss us off because we don't know their intent, Mm -hmm. right? Like, LeBron, no, you don't hate him. No, of course. He pisses pisses off your team, right? That's what he's supposed to do, you know? Yeah. And so that's like all in love. But when someone says, LeBron, why did you marry Savannah? It's like, bro. Yeah.
0: What
3: the hell does that got to do with anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's (laughs) where like lines get crossed. Stuff like
3: that is like, come on, bro, you tripping.
0: Yeah. It is, uh, it is an interesting world out there. Well, um, definitely so what was, uh, what was your experience like, um, kind of bearing soul in this book? Was it hard for you?
3: The hardest part of this book was honestly talking to my mom. And that's just because there's so much information in this book that my mom had no idea. It was just me, I dealt with it. I internalized it. I've, you know, lashed out about it, and I've grown from it. And my mom knew none of that. None of that process. She knew um, so many different things within the book. And so, obviously, the right thing as a son is to talk to my mom, my dad, my sister, my grandma prior to the being release of the book, so they yeah. don't have any, whoa, what is this? You know, their friend reads it or whatever. So having that conversation with her was the hardest part. And I will tell this to everyone. Having those courageous conversations are normally the hardest thing to do, but once you have it, it's such an amazing feeling afterward. Like the bond, it grows even closer. My mom told me, she'll probably even have if I say it on air. <laughs> she told me some crazy things that she did back in her day. Let's just say that.
0: Interesting.
3: <laughs> she, did, she did a lot of crazy stuff that my sister and I never knew she did. So that was, it was really good to have that bond and be like, oh, you're actually a human being, you know, you're not Miss Perfect Mom. Yeah. So that was really cool, and for me, it was it was a bit nerve wracking to talk about the things that I did that I am not uh, proud of. But that didn't hurt me as much because, quite honestly, if I'm able to reach someone that has done things that are just as bad, if not worse, mm-hmm. and let them know that they can come back and do great things still and they don't look at me as oh bro you've never done anything bad you know it's more of oh wow he did that and he went to that
0: Yeah, I want to talk to him Well, we need all examples because we're all different Correct. and we're all on different journeys and you're not defined right. by one moment um mm-hmm. and you know you I, wrote, I talk change. about that in my book yeah definitely yeah look at you thank yeah. you you know you know <laughs> Um, are you, um, I know you've had, uh, some interesting loves along the way. Tell <laughs> me Lovato. Um, but are you in love now?
3: <laughs> I, I am not in love now. She is I'm
0: back on love. the market though.
3: I I am not in love. I am, you know, making the love that I want and love my life. Um, uh, I am single and happy.
0: Single and happy. And you're going to like be yeah. attacking that Austin dating scene, I imagine. <laughs>
3: Not really. It's not. Connor and I went out. My roommate we went out this past weekend, and it, it's COVID. So in order to go somewhere, you have to have a table already. Mm-hmm. And we don't know nobody in Austin, so it's kind of hard to socialize and mingle uh, in that regard. I think we got to get a dog.
0: Yeah, a dog. pronto. Like preferably a little <laughs> fluffy one, because they're gonna be like, oh my god, or a golden. Or a golden, yeah. Yeah, you need a yeah. golden too. Um, yeah. COVID dating. How is that working? does it work at all
3: <laughs> I, I, i've dated in COVID, and i think the first person i dated during COVID, uh, we stopped talking because of the distance uh but i mean it was great we would still do dates we would still i'm a romantic at heart i don't think there's nobody better than me when it comes to like thinking of surprises and just making you feel good and happy mm-hmm. nobody's better so that sounds so cocky <laughs> but i think that i'll make my lady happy and so, I mean, there's all kind of things you do. If you want to make somebody happy, you won't let nothing stop you. It's mm-hmm. really simple in life. Yeah. If you live a million miles away, and it's the internet, all kind of things that I can do to make you
0: happy. Interesting. Interesting.
3: All kinds of things I can do to make you happy.
0: What? So, can we understand wh- what the heck happened? Why? Why they didn't choose you for the Bachelor? <laughs> like for like, why? Why?
3: i don't know i genuinely don't know i do not know i was told that well i read and i was told they felt that peter would give them a better more peter would give them better 22 hours of content for tv
0: is it because you're too nice and too sweet
3: peter is sweet peter is nice
0: i didn't that watch his asking? season yeah, i don't know it anything was okay. about peter it was, okay. was he boring yeah Interesting. I mean, Mike, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Like what, what, I mean, what do we, we
2: have to
3: nice? do? Peter, Peter and I, we're good homies, but we're, Peter knows we're very different, right? Yeah. And so we're different in the type of women we like, we're different in, uh, we both love to have fun and like, you know, shoot the shit, uh, but we're very different and I am way more outspoken, mm-hmm. uh, way more outspoken. If you watch Hannah's season, I, I don't hold back at all. Um,
0: that would have been great, 22 yeah. hours of content, though. That's
3: what I thought, but, you know, they thought differently.
0: Okay. <laughs> so now, what do you do from here?
3: Continue being a badass. What you mean?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like, <laughs> life-wise, career-wise, like, it's like, what do you do from here?
3: Um, so, I have a best-selling book, which is amazing to be a self-published author. I am working on three other projects right now. Um, which I can't talk about just yet. I will uh-huh. say that I've left clues and breadcrumbs along the way, so uh-huh. people can find out. But I don't think nobody will figure it out, except for my roommate. I'm again, pretty
0: so. good. What are the what are the breadcrumbs okay. you've left?
3: The title of my first book.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, the I've said little cheeky things here and there.
0: Okay. Got a
3: I tweet some stuff every now and then.
0: Okay. And that's all I'll say. Okay. Hmm.
3: And I just finished I just uh created a TV show during COVID. We shot, filmed, and edited it. Um so that's out that'll be out soon as well.
0: Where is that it's gonna about,
3: be? Out? I'm shopping into different networks right now.
0: Oh got it.
3: But it's a it's about uh basically I want the viewers to be able to when they watch it, lower their insecurities and raise their raise their self love and incite conversation. That's like real.
0: Mm.
3: It was the first season was about motherhood. Uh, like we had one episode about these two lesbians that uh, one is apprehensive about having a child because of how her coworkers will treat her when it shouldn't be, it shouldn't even be a thought. Uh, we have one episode about uh, postpartum depression. We have one episode, I mean, it's just dope stuff.
0: Interesting, just What? Stuff. it's interesting that you're delving into kind of women's issues, tell me why.
3: Uh, I'm delving into men's issues as well, but we're starting with this one. Probably because I just grew up with three women, okay. <laughs> my mom, my sister, my grandma. So therefore, growing up, I hear them bicker. I hear them happy. I hear them cry. I hear them cry of tears of joy, tears of sadness. And I think that I just understand a woman's plight a bit more than the average guy. Interesting. I don't understand women in total because I'm not one. Uh, but I just think, and then also I think that women are stronger in the sense that you guys will be more be more willing to watch something in compar- this subject matter in comparison to a man. Cause a man is like, nah, bro, I'm good,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you yeah.
3: know? Which is like, nah, bro, you ain't good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the second you think you're good, it's like, you don't know everything. That's what we're here to do, to know better and get yeah. better every single day. Yeah, um, yeah
3: my, my personality is I'm trying to always I remember I dated this woman. She was 39 years old. I was 19. Whoa. And, and she told, I asked her one question and one, I'll never forget it for the rest of my life. I said, how do I not be like the guy that you're divorcing right now? And she told me, never get stuck in your ways. Always learn and always please your lady. And so, I think I just look at things differently because I know most guys are like, yeah, my lady, she's satisfied when she's in the like. Uh, you know I faked it ten times.
0: Wow. That is good advice. <laughs> Mike, you're an interesting guy. I um I really think uh I think you have a lot ahead of you. And I really am um glad that you came on the show and glad you shared um such important advice for people. I think it's like really great takeaway for people to apply to their lives. That we all need examples. You see it, you can be it, we hear it all the time. Um, and I mm-hmm. think you're, you're a great example for a lot of different reasons. So thank you.
3: I appreciate that. Am I interesting bad or interesting good?
0: No, interesting. Great.
3: They were, cause they were interesting. We always say like, huh, that food was interesting.
0: Yeah. Um, no, 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 yeah. uh, no, I, I, you're right. You're right. It can have some bad. No, I mean, I'm, I'm going deep. Like I'm like, there's a lot of, there's a lot in there. I appreciate there. that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I appreciate that. You're welcome. Definitely so. Well, Well, thank you for having me on. Of
0: course. Of course. And have an amazing day in Austin. Um, And I can't wait to hear about you finding love. And I hope that we get to see that somehow. I'm
3: sure it'll be out somehow one day, whenever (laughs) it does happen. Yeah. On TV or off.
0: I I have a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take care. Have a good one.
3: Y'all have a great one.
0: If you guys want to find uh, Mike's book, you can, of course, get it. Uh, just click the link in the summary, um, or you can go to com. If you like today's episode, check out episode number 70 with Kyle Richards, who opened up a lot on the show. Uh, and then join us tomorrow. We're having a so excited we're having a conversation with the legendary cindy crawford about her own journey to self-acceptance i am so giddy about this conversation in the meantime you can follow us at better together with maria at mike underscore johnson at jeffrey crane graham at Kelsmeyer too and remember be nice people make good choices and be present